Star Wars 7x7 episode 1278. Today, the 2018 Star Wars preview continues, and this time I'm looking at the small screen instead of the big screen. Yep, here's our TV preview for you. Punch it, Chewie. I'm Amy Rathwith with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And we may as well start with the existing TV series, Star Wars Rebels, which will be concluding its episodic run later this year. We have a mid-season finale that we got back in November, and that first half comprised nine of the 16 episodes that we're going to get in this season. Disney has not yet announced when the next seven episodes are going to start airing, and that's rather unusual at this point in the game. It's also rather unusual that they haven't released a mid-season trailer for season four yet as well. Just going by the last three seasons of Star Wars Rebels, two of the seasons actually picked right up within the first week in January, but another one of them picked up on January 20th, so three weeks in. As yet, we only know the first three of the remaining seven episodes' titles. They would be Allegiance, that's our first one, then One Giant Step Ahead, and then Call of the Spectre. And beyond that... Everything is up in the air. At this point, I don't think we even know whether we're going to get the episodes one by one by one or if they're going to double up on episodes like they did in the first half of season four either. All we know is that where things stand right now, Hera has been captured by Grand Admiral Thrawn and company and Kanan's going to have to figure out a way to get her out of this predicament. To say nothing of the rest of the rebels, Sabine and Chopper and Zeb and Ezra, and We've talked about this on the podcast before. It seems like they are giving us hints of a possible death for Kanan Jarrus by the end of this season that, who knows, maybe he'll end up sacrificing himself to get Hera free or something like that. And another big unaddressed item that is hopefully going to be revisited by the end of episode four, by season four, excuse me, the end of season four, is the fate of Ahsoka Tano. That, of course, is a hotly debated topic among fans, and Dave Filoni is certainly not shy about stirring things up and goosing people with t-shirts like his Ahsoka Lives with a question mark t-shirt and then changing and having it say Ahsoka Lives with an exclamation point. And yeah, <laughs> he definitely likes to have fun with the fan base over this sort of thing. But it's been suggested by him at Star Wars Celebration 2017 in Orlando that there might be something for Ahsoka still to do, so, or actually I should correct myself, that he suggested at Celebration Europe in 2016. In 2017, he just continued to play with the audience's emotions more than anything else. So, yeah, that is the big unanswered mystery, I think, that remains in Star Wars Rebels at this point. And when all is said and done with Rebels, it'll be over likely by the end of March of 2018. So that leaves us nine months of, gee whiz, what is going to be happening with Star Wars television for the next nine months. So there are a couple of things that are worth talking about. First of all, let's talk about Forces of Destiny, which is the web series that has been showing up on Disney's YouTube channels and has also been collected here and there into shows where you can have a whole 22-minute episode of something on Disney XD. That is going to continue onward. I don't know if it technically counts as TV since it's really being produced for the web and it's just being rebroadcast on TV per se, but 
that's going to be happening. And those will continue to be little moments with female characters throughout the Star Wars Galaxy timeline. It's not going to have the major impact that a Clone Wars series or a Rebel series will, but it's still going to have its moments that are worth your time. And we will check in with those as they are released. Now, there was also a live-action Star Wars television series announced as being in development. This was announced by Bob Iger during the earnings call in November, which was super exciting news. And further reporting on this says that it's going to go live when Disney releases its own streaming service. And in case you weren't up on that bit of news, here's the deal. Disney is ending its distribution agreement with Netflix because of the creation of its own streaming service. And it's expected to launch in 2019. And it's supposed to launch with a bunch of new Disney content, including this Star Wars live action series. So even though we're not going to see that stuff in 2018, or maybe if we're lucky, we'll see some teasers or something like that. It will be in development during 2018, so as there is new news to report about that series in development, then I will bring it to you here on the podcast. And last but not least, the question mark about animation is what comes next. So looking back at the jump from Clone Wars to Rebels... It's a little bit tricky because of the Lost Missions episodes that were uploaded to Netflix, but if you look at when The Clone Wars ended, it ended in the spring of 2013 for the actual broadcast TV run. Then when Rebels debuted on TV, that was in the fall of 2014. So there was about an 18-month jump in between the release of the next animated series and the ending of the previous one. So if that holds true, then Forces of Destiny might be the only Star Wars we get on the small screen for the final nine months of 2018, unless they are deep in development and are going to surprise us with something for the fall of 2018. But Pablo Hidalgo at Celebration Orlando had said that it was in development that there was another animated series in development, and Dave Filoni would be the person to share it with the world, and that hopefully he would be able to do that at the next celebration, which, as we all know, will be happening in 2019, not 2018. There have not been any details released about the 2019 event just yet. All we know is that it's not happening in 2018. And as for when in the Star Wars universe it might take place, well, the most recent rumor I could find about that was a 2014 report on Slash Film, and this is one of the sources that is generally good on Slash Film. Not everybody is great, but this uh, this one is sometimes, I would say, eh, generally speaking. And the rumor was that it would take place during the timeline of the sequel trilogy, so Force Awakens and beyond. That would be really interesting if that is the road they decide to pursue. And certainly, considering the ending of The Last Jedi, it makes sense. You know, you could start a series taking off right after the events of The Last Jedi and have them fill in the details of time in between The Last Jedi and whatever happens in Episode Nine. And so there you have it. That's my look at what we have in store for us on the small screen for Star Wars in 2018. I'm going to take a quick break and then come back with a brief note, ever so brief, about The Last Jedi. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, if you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, so a little Last Jedi box office news, which also reflects on the foo around the segment of folks that were working very hard to pan it in audience scores on aggregator sites and whatnot. So The Last Jedi has crossed the 1 billion worldwide threshold. It is the top grossing movie of 2017 domestically and is on a pace to be the top grossing movie of 2017 worldwide as well. It is now the seventh largest grossing domestic movie of all time. It has passed Rogue One on the list, and within the next day, it will pass The Dark Knight and go into sixth place. After that, another $125 million, and it'll jump past the original Avengers movie, Jurassic World, and Titanic, and get into third place. I think Avatar is possibly out of reach at $760 million domestic, and certainly The Force Awakens, with its $936 million domestic run, is probably also out of reach too, but Man, what a spectacular showing and certainly a refutation of all of that dust that was getting kicked up about The Last Jedi and whether it was any good. It seems that people are voting with their wallets and pocketbooks and voting often in this holiday season. I just saw it for the fourth time today and with Brainstormer Lonnie, no less. It's been it's been a long couple of weeks where she and I just haven't been able to go see it together, but finally we were able to make it happen today and it was rather lovely to do so. A nice little date afternoon on New Year's Day. And I'll tell you, I like it better and better every single time I watch it. And that's just sort of par for the course anyway with me with Star Wars movies. Like the first time is always a really heavy analytical one and it's hard for me to get any sort of emotion into it per se. It's that second viewing where I can kind of set all that stuff aside and be able to enjoy it for what it is. And I don't remember feeling this strongly about The Force Awakens. I enjoyed it. And with subsequent viewings, I continued to enjoy it. But I don't think I continued to build up on The Force Awakens and yeah, it's a different experience for The Last Jedi. I'm definitely more into it than I was with the initial viewings. And yeah, sure, there are still some things that don't sit quite right, like the lack of use of Captain Phasma, even though we were supposed to get more from her, and Finn and Rose in the casino that just felt like it wasn't quite right, like they shouldn't have been making such a big scene there, and Lord knows they shouldn't have let Finn in with a blaster at all, like he should have been caught at the door and forced to give that up, but you know, all of these are trifling things. Comparatively speaking, I was just reflecting again on how remarkable it was to have Ray and Kylo Ren both having visions of the other's future and how they were accurate from a certain point of view and yet utterly and completely did not go the way that either of them thought it would, to paraphrase Luke's reckoning about it. And if there's anything that's been jumping out at you upon further viewings that you think is really cool, then please do share it at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. That is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you ride your tauntaun past the first marker, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a forced ghost vision, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.